heard yeah. this song? This Toki Monster song? Uh, Anderson Pack on it? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. It's a really cool album. This will be the first time I've heard this. This is a different opening for us than we normally do. We're out of our element. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're a little bit out of the element. Yeah. Everything's a little weird. Um, getting a feel for everything. Yeah, we're in the studio again, so it's going to sound real good. Yeah, it's going to be... But, all that being said, we have a very special episode. We do, episode 50. Um, we've made it way past where we thought we'd yeah. um, You know, all the haters and everybody out there, we just like to say, ha! Yeah, we'll talk about haters later. Yeah. We'll see if Wade knows any haters. <laughs> Speaking of Wade, we have a very, very, very special guest with Hello. us today. Oh, there he is. There he is. Wade Thompson yeah, in the house with us. So Wade, um, you hear us talk about him a lot as being a big supporter of the podcast. And he uh, made the logo for us yes. as well. Um, which is very near and dear to my heart. Because it looks like the world champion Kansas City, City Royals, Royals logo. 2015. Ha uh-huh. ha. There you go. Um, so, Wade, tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh... Put you on the spot. Wow. <laughs> what um, do you like so much about the comprehensive view down? You know, that's, <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. You guys are very entertaining. You know, you're, uh, you're, you're good friends. You're, you're good to hang out with um, straight up. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's very entertaining, and it's actually exposed me to a lot of new stuff that awesome. uh, that I've you know really enjoyed, and it's uh, it's really been inspiring. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. We're gonna have the praise the comprehensive beatdown segments all day today. Yeah, that's um, we have a line of people to tell us what they like about us. Brought brought some money to make sure everybody says right. the right thing. <laughs> um, I only got ten bucks, so I mean, you guys are gonna have to make space. Yeah, I got a few pennies. That's it. Um, all right, we so, also got Trey. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I should mention our other guest. He doesn't have a microphone in front of him, so he's gonna have to yell. But uh, we have Trey with his third appearance on the podcast. Yes, third now. appearance. Oh yeah. You, yeah, you uh, recorded the first one for us, and um, you've been on. You did your album last year. Yeah. Echo Victor, the album. Hopefully, you guys remember that. It's awesome. Yeah, so um, he's sitting here doing the music and stuff for us, and hopefully he'll be able to chime in a little bit and talk. Um, but this song is fairly short. Again, this is Toki Monster. Um, the name of the song is Fauver, or Fauver for something. Um, it's an awesome album. This song, again, featured Anderson Park, so check it out. Toki Monster. Just like it, spell it, just like it sounds. Um, so what are we listening to today? We're actually going to check out the new uh, Charles Bradley album, um, Changes. Coming out on Daptone uh, here uh, Friday. Yeah, we should probably uh, wait till Friday to put this out. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Oh, keep getting oh this isn't even out yet. No. Wow. Yeah. Sneak yeah. peek. Uh huh. This is this sneaky, is early sneaky. for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna check out. Um, so it came out today. Yeah, it came out today. <laughs> Whatever today is, it's Whatever out today now. is, it's out now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there we go. All right. Can you give me a little more volume on the music there? I have to tell you, I didn't know what to expect on this first track. Oh, really? Yeah. This So, all right, just to clarify real quick, uh, Bloggy and I have not listened to the album. Uh, Wade, you have listened to I have, album, yes. Right? Cool. Yeah. But you didn't, you weren't too aware about Charles Bradley going into it, right? None whatsoever. Okay. I'd never heard of it. All right, cool. That's, uh, I like these perspectives we yeah. have on either side of the room. I, right? I do, I like so, it. Um, just a little bit of background, of course, everybody, well, no, everybody might not know. Um, he is uh, a singer from New York. 
was discovered back in, I guess, was it 2011? I think um, so. The, the, the owner of Daptone discovered him and um, put out a couple albums since then. He was performing as a James Brown impersonator. Yeah. Um, Black Velvet, was that? I think Black Velvet. I think that's what he did, yeah. And um, so, yeah, and he put out two, I mean, really, really good albums. The first album is incredible. Um, and, you know, you can hear a lot of, I mean, he's... Do you remember how old he was when he was? You remember how old? 65? Something like that. But he was old when he when he actually recorded his first album. That was the first album he had ever recorded yeah. as an artist. So there was a lot of uh, And he couldn't read. Yeah, and he couldn't yeah, yeah. I mean, there's and there's a, so there's a lot of there's a lot there. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's a there's a lot to that album. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I actually listened to this album cold. Didn't cool. do What'd any research on the guy until nice. after I listened to the album, and and uh, I I did hear that he was a James Brown impersonator. I'm not surprised by that because you know my first impression was JB's. You know? I mean this is the the a lot of the tracks on this album are really kind of in line with a lot of that kind of yeah. early '70s JB stuff. That's uh, Daptone Records in general, a lot of it's like that. I don't know if you've look, looked up some of the other bands, um, like the Budos Band, Nina Hand Street Band, um, yeah. uh, Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings, of course. You know, So yeah, um, yeah, what band, there's one of the bands played on this album. I think it was Budos Band, I think. One of the Daptone bands is the band on the whole album. Uh, Who are the horns? That's what I want to know. Whoever the, the horns band. are phenomenal. Yeah, that's Daptone horns all over the place are uh, excellent. Because I read somewhere that it was a specific band that played from the label. Yeah, I didn't get the whole... I, I'm, I'm a sans internet right now, so... Okay. Um, I'm not connected to the Wi-Fi or nothing. So this is a pretty good segue into a, a question that I have for the host of the show. All right. As All right. That's right. As an avid listener, I've been thinking. Did you talk to our publicist about it, these uh, questions? Sure. Yeah. Everything's certain, clear. Certain things were not. Uh, <laughs> Everything's not clear. Discussed. Okay. <laughs> Everything's clear. <laughs> I mean, that's what post is for, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll so anyway. <laughs> anyway. So okay, I'm. One, one question that I, I've had time and time again is, um, in listening to your podcast, like what, what kind of resources do you guys look for on just like a day-to-day basis to kind of keep up with new music and, and different things out there? And also, not only to keep up with new music, but in, uh, you know, just in the basic research that you guys do or you know uh, when when you guys are talking about albums you guys go into like great detail sometimes on like you know different producers on right. different tracks and there's all kinds of stuff and i'm like are these guys just like buried in these web pages <laughs> like you know in their email feed or something like i make up about 80 percent of it probably <laughs> <laughs> that's being a little liberal i'd right. probably say closer to 90 93 percent um <coughs> No, I, I, honestly, I lean heavily on just kind of what I know. Um, being a music, you know, lover more than anything, more than anything else. I mean, I've I've always spent my time researching, um, 
you know, looking for music. I mean, there's certain websites that I go to to look for music. There are certain... I'm a part of, I got, I've got, I've literally got an email account set up just for like newsletters and from, from record labels, from artists, um, from, I mean, even from Bandcamp. I mean, I, I, I literally like, I spend a majority of my free time in music. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't, I don't play a lot of video games, stuff like that. And if I do play a video game, I'm listening to it as well. So... I don't really say that I research so much as I've done. I the guess research. I guess a better way to put it is like, how are you plugged in? You know, because you guys are that's, definitely that's really from it. my like, perspective. You guys are plugged into like new music. Yeah, kind of with my with my background. I mean, I, I know I've known people. I, I get a lot of music sent to me um, in email. Uh, that helps. I also know a lot of places to go to find new albums to find tracks and stuff like that but um i get a lot of music sent to me yeah um okay that helps us out a ton and um by the way let me let me pause for a second this is track number two i don't think we said that uh good to be back home is the name of the track no this is track number two of the album no Nobody but you, track number three. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the first song is like kind of an intro. The God yeah, bless, yeah. God bless. Uh, it's the second full track. Exactly. Yeah. There exactly. We go. Yeah. Thanks we for reminding the listeners that we totally lost. Man, track yeah, the album. yeah. We're uh, more of the same. Really fantastic horns, by the way. Nice. The band that needs to be said because the horn the the horns are really heavy on the first three or four tracks, right. and then and then they kind of peter off. Interesting. They don't really come back very strong, so they need been, they need a little bit of credit here. Yeah, yeah, that, awesome. And that's always been if you when you get a chance to listen to the first two albums, that's something that's real heavy. There's that real heavy. You mentioned the JBs. I mean, the, and that is very, very evident in the first two albums. On the first two albums, it just there's that feel to it. And I did read I did read one review on the album just to get a kind of idea. Pitchfork. No, I will not. You know. <laughs> we always like reading pitchfork. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't even know if they reviewed it yet. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Um, but yeah, so I, I um, and I read that this one kind of, kind of moves away a little bit from from the formula of the first two albums, which is good because there's only so you know you like to see a little bit of you know evolution yeah. and change in the you know in the sound of the project. You know, or else it's just stagnant. Right. Yeah. Um, That's one thing I actually find pretty interesting uh, about this album. The title of the album is Changes. Yes. And there's definitely a change in the album, like from start to finish in the way that it's put together. It's not the change that I was expecting. This is the most serious insight we've ever gotten from a guest. It's probably the most serious insight that's ever happened. It actually is a little bit of a derailment, if you want to be honest. I mean, it's like changes. (laughs) Right. You know, there are changes for the better. There are changes for the worse, too. You know. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to. We used to look up and see and find who the band was. Yeah, I'm about to go there now. Cool. Thank you, research guy. Uh, No problem. This track number four is called Ain't Gonna Give It Up. It's got a lot of really funky bass. Oh, nice. I like uh, that. Dude. That's awesome. <laughs> it's got a lot of funky bass. I like the funky bass. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I'm all about that funky bass. Funky bass. Um, you were asking a minute ago about finding new music and stuff. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. kind of took that. Well, you guys, he gets all the stuff sent to him through that, and I have just several email things that I get sent to me that are like telling about new music coming out. So that's what I do every week is just load up my Spotify playlist. Um, it's usually about 20 deep, and I just constantly go through and listen to You know, I, I've noticed I like Spotify for the very reason that I think it has it has a better chance of predicting stuff that I think I'm into. Yeah, you know? and I don't really check you know that I mean? much um, because I I never check like those playlists and stuff that they create for you because yeah. I'm, I'm very focused. Like everything is like, what's, yeah. what's the next album? What's the next album? You know? Yeah. So, yep. It'd be interesting to see because my shit's all over the place, you know. So I'm sure. interested to see. I've looked a couple times when I first started, but yeah, definitely. Um, people say that though. It's pretty good at like picking up on what you're listening to. So that helps out a lot. That kept, you know, I went from listening to 60 new albums like three years ago to over 200 something last year, you know, because of Spotify. I didn't have to like download music and stuff. I could just play every album. That's fascinating. Yeah. Um, And the other thing is like, I don't know much new stuff anymore about like the intricities and stuff with music, you know, intricacies, Um, because my education is all through like hip hop in the 90s and jazz and funk and that kind of stuff in the mm-hmm. 2000s and I just learned how to listen like the way I listen to music and you know, I was like immersed myself in that so I know all that stuff pretty well but recently I rely on oh yeah you'll hear me all the time say like yeah I listen to that album a lot in 96 and I remember the producer on it or whatever you know what I'm saying and that's like where yep. that old yep. that old yep. knowledge is just kind of there it's something that can never be yeah, so this kind of, this sort of naturally leads in, I guess, you know, that's sort of one of the ways that you process music and you sort of embrace music and engage with music. You right. Know? So, you know, one of the, I think, I think that I kind of recognize that in you and like, that's like completely at the opposite end of the spectrum, you know, to like some of the some of the things about like music that really have kind of sort of become very sort of important to me you know and and how i kind of engage with music and to me it's a lot about you know this kind of energy you know and i i love like hearing you know you guys talk about all these different you know diverse kind of different genres you know because I, I, I completely agree with that, you know, that like there's that like, you know, in just about in every genre of music there, there sort of exists this kind of, you know, embodiment of this kind of music, musical like energy you right. know, that you sort of experience. One of my you know? uh, favorite albums of this year is actually a solo harp album this woman just plays beautiful heart music for an hour yeah um and i was like i just saw it on an email that came up on some electronic music email that i get and it's like cool i'll listen to that and it turns out to be awesome i don't listen you know i don't go around talking about like i don't know heart music you know what i'm saying but yep. but exactly it just it, whatever it was that day is like that album just like was killing it you know so yeah um but you know a lot in the same ways i mean on top of all that and we talked about this before we're going to listen to some hippie music at the end of the podcast today as well. But that's another thing me and Wade uh, definitely share in common is our love of uh, the, the hippie bands, the jammy bands, you know, or 
the ones we like, not all of it, of course, but the ones we dig. The ones that defy definition. Right. And then the cheesy ones like String Cheese Incident. I also love that shit. You know? Totally. Yeah, but you know, cheesy totally. stuff. Totally. So, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's something that we also get to sit around and talk about is like Fish Set List, and he'll tell me about Humphreys and E shows and send me music and stuff. So, that's really awesome. Research department, did you find something? Not a whole lot. Um, did I just make that up? Thomas Brennick wrote the album, or I mean, produced the album. He was the uh, he. I mean, he's done a lot of the he's done a lot of the stuff on Daptone, but it looks like the um, Manahan Street Band okay. might have been the band that uh, I think they were. I think they did the last one. Yeah, they, I, it looks like that's who's tagged in most of this stuff. So I'm assuming that's who did. I'm assuming that's who did it. Yeah. Um, well, they've cool. got one album out on Daptones, I think. Maybe. maybe it's okay. It's not the strongest album. Did you go listen to any Daptone stuff yet? Did I ask no. you? No. Yeah, look this shit up on Spotify. Like, look up the bands. Sure. Like, the Budos band Budo's I think band is one of the greatest is, bands uh, in America. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. they're incredible. Um, but they're total white hipster Brooklyn Afrobeat band. You know, so there's yes. major issues with it, but it's still pretty fucking awesome. You know. And then Antibalis Afrobeat Orchestra. Speaking of major list. issues, track number five, entitled that- Changes. The uh, title track for the album. Is this where we start losing? And this is this is this is pretty much where it kind of changes for the worse. Okay. This is um and this song they released a couple years ago on Record Store Day. Um, this is a Black Sabbath cover. Oh really? Yeah. This they released this on. I think they released it on um, Seven Inch or something back a couple years ago for Black Sabbath. Yeah, for Record Store Day. Black Sab. And um. He talked about the reason they named this album Changes um, was because since his mother passed away, he's gone through a lot of these changes. Um, like he started listening to Black Sabbath. Started listening to Black Sabbath. Um, no, but he, he, he went through, he's gone through these changes because when his Dude, mother this, passed away, this that's song when, is so sad. Man. That's this, when. This. That's like, when oh. everything kind of changed for him. That's when he signed okay. his deal. You know, because the doc- if you watch the yeah, documentary, right. his mother had passed away. When all kind of she never got to see all this come to that's fruition, right. and, and so his life is done. If you get a chance to watch the documentary, I think it's still on Netflix. You can see if it was on Netflix. I did. I couldn't find it. Okay, okay. So it might be off now. They just um, rolled a bunch of good stuff off. I wanted to watch. They're, Wolf they're of about, they're the about other to day. roll a bunch of really good stuff on. Too. Archer season six went up today. Um, and uh, Wolf of Wall Street is on Amazon Prime. Okay. But yeah, I wasn't um, looking for it because I wanted to like see some titties yeah. and cocaine, and uh, it wasn't on Netflix. <laughs> and I always forget to look on Netflix. But uh, yeah, there's some really good stuff coming on next. Yeah. Month. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so he he named the album Changes, right. and I think I mean that's a good and a bad thing. They're probably trying to figure out where he is going to go from there because his voice and the sound so that he kind of creates is very woeful yeah. self you know self acknowledging you know kind of what he's been through and so I'm kind of curious as as he progresses musically and into, into his career now what that's going to sound like. yeah and uh Daptone is like in my top five favorite indie labels you know? yeah I love it but he's he needs to be bigger than Daptone you know he needs to be like opening for well, Adele well it's like really that. weird because he's uh this is his own imprint, I believe, on Daptone. So it's just on Daptone, but it's his own imprint. Um, yeah. He so yeah, he does. I, I think he, and I think he's going. He's doing some shows like with the Afghan wigs and stuff out in Europe. 
the Afghan wigs, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Whatever. That's a, like, Buzzman band. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Buzzman. How about that? MTV. <laughs> Shout out MTV 1994. Holla. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm curious as to where his career kind of goes from this point. Yeah. Um, I'm curious about that poem, what, what it is exactly, that, you know, where they where, where they will progress to because they've been very much in their, you know, in their niche. They've been doing the same thing for a while. It's just what they do that's fucking great. It is. And that's and, what's gotten by. And, 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 I, and I, there's not a bad release on that. Thing. It's like everything. No. Everything. No. Works. Everything is good. Some of it's way better than others, but I mean that's that's life. Yeah. Oh, Wade, I don't know if you saw this. Um, are you okay. going to the Panic shows? Hold that the, thought. Uh, so the next song, okay. I like it. I, yeah. I said before that it was kind of all downhill from here. This is actually not true. Uh-oh. Next track is my favorite track of the whole album. Nice. It's just got the most energy, and it's just it's just, it's just just funky and badass. What's it called? It's called Ain't It a Sin, track nice. number six. It's sort of like the last hurrah, you know. Okay, the last hurrah after the changes. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. He changes. He realizes he messed up, and then it's gives you one last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're expecting this. I like this. this is, yeah, I like this a lot. Right. Yeah. It's been really good so far. From, you know, yeah. From yeah. What I've heard. Yeah. Definitely starts out strong. Yeah. Kind of like our podcast. Right. We start out strong, and then by the end of it, we're rambling about yeah. a bunch of stuff that. No one cares yeah. about. Okay, speaking of, uh, Bloggy, how about the song lyrics from last last week? You were going to work on some song lyrics for oh, crap. the uh, every every cramp you take, every oh, see, every blow you, you make, or something. You know, I think you put it out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you Did put you it, do it? So, gonna, so, no, I didn't. We're going to push update. that off to next week. Um, we're gonna put a pin in that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to make a note of that. Um, it's been a long week, people. You gotta I mean, remember, man. It's understandable. Listen. Understandable. People want their dollars. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get my dollar when we're done. I apologize. Right. We owe dollars all over. The we owe dollars everywhere. <laughs> we gotta come up with something else. Yeah, we gotta quit promising dollars we don't have. Never intend to go away. So, wait, are you going to the Panic shows in Jackson in April? I want to. I don't have tickets yet. I, I don't know if that's a problem or not. I think not. we might have an extra for each night. Sweet. I'll let you know. Nice. They're yours if you, if you do, yes. Cool. Um, what I was going to say is Vibe Doctors are playing outside of Thalumar for the Panic Free uh, Party yes. on the second night. So, totally. Vibe Doctors going to play for a bunch of uh, nice. Panic Kids. Sweet. Yeah, it's going to be great. Sweezy <laughs> Panic Kids. Yeah, is can, that the official name? No, I mean, there's all kinds of different. There's Wooks, Wookies. <laughs> Somebody Wookies? was selling a t-shirt. That's the like the dready, white, crusty, hippie dudes that like follow bands around. People call them Wookies. Do you not know about this? It's a uh, total cultural thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I have no idea. <laughs> um, there's a shirt going around that had two stormtroopers on it, and the little word bubble said, we kill Wookies. And they were selling them fish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had no idea. I've never been to, like, a jam band kind of... You should come down one night and just hang out in front and, like, look at all the I people, should. man. It's a trip, dude. It's I a it good is. time. It's going to be quite scary, too, depending on who. Yeah, you'd be interested in how scary, like, a bunch of wookie kids with fire- fireworks. And, like, you know, fireworks? Yeah, they love to shoot off fireworks after the shows. Really? 
the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, you'll be walking the parking lot trying to get like my wife to the car, and there's like room and candles like missing the wall and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an aw- that was an awesome sentence, by the way. Yeah, we'll have to go back in Paris. Whizzing the ballroom. That's that, that's yeah. like some song lyrics that kind of stuff. Right I there. see. I did Roman my, candles. I wrote my the song lyrics. Was I supposed to write song lyrics? <laughs> you were. Right. You were supposed to write my song lyrics. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, Now I gotta go back and listen to last week. See what the hell I was yeah. talking about. Oh, and let me say real quick before I forget. I can't believe I mentioned this yet. Actually, Wade will introduce the next song for us. I think. Yeah, the next track, track number seven, Things We Do For Love. Uh, it's a funky love tune. Kind of has a real soul island kind of flow to it. It's, it's, soul it's, island it's, it's pretty awesome. laid back. Yeah. It's pretty laid back. I hear that already, yeah. Um, we do have to speak about Five Dog, I think. Since oh, we yeah. recorded the day before last week. And yeah. What's left to be said? Recipe. Yeah. Spike Dog. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the music. Were you a Tribe Called Quest fan, Wade? No. 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 Not at all, actually. Um, did you just not listen to them, or did you? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, my, you know, my kind of musical sort of devourment, you know, was very, like, all in, you know. I got so absorbed to like certain certain things, right. you know, and it was like completely immersed in like yeah. Medesky Martin Wood, you know, just funky, like right. weird ass kind of improv, like acid jazz shit. I threw know. up at a Medesky show one time on the floor. I got and to see them with Skull my birthday. Once. That was pretty awesome. John Schofield's a badass too. Oh my God! Oh yeah. fuck! We, we saw, saw them. Uh, we well, we saw them at Jazz Fest in Chicago, yeah. which you know was a pretty short set. But I mean, shit, dude, that guy is ridiculous. We saw him at that theater and on campus at Boulder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Saw awesome. I saw him at. Uh, I want to say I saw him at the Boulder Theater. I love that place. Yeah. Um, nice. So yeah, uh, I love the Desky Martin Wood. And I haven't seen them play in many. They still, you know, uh, Wood Brothers are playing in Jackson this week. That's uh, one of the. Yeah, guys. yeah, I've seen them a few times. They're, they're more like Oliver, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're very different, you know. Yeah. But Chris Wood, Chris Wood is a magician, you know, with with a upright bass. Right. And he's just he's he's just a very well trained, kind of well rounded, can do just about anything with that instrument. Right. And his brother Oliver is. Very, very different from you know the the, the, the types of stuff else. that that they were doing yeah. with MMW. I mean, you can't even compare the two. It's totally folky. Right. You know? Yeah, I've never seen them but before. It, yeah, they're 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 good. Um, can I just say real quick, you're hearing some background noise probably. There's a really loud and scary band playing back there, and I think they're actually playing at a show I put on on Saturday, the skate park thing. Who are they? What they say? They're Mother Crone, I think. Yeah, we have them on. Astral Sand. Is that right? Shit. It is now. Faith plus one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so anyway, they're playing the skate park shows we're putting on. <laughs> and they're scaring the shit out of me. I can barely hear them. Yeah. 
I hope they have like a ghoulish light show. That'd be something. awesome. Like a few floodlights. I bet not. I bet they just got one of those uh, spinning disco balls with the different <laughs> lights on it. This is going to be great. Yeah, so come out to Big Sleepy Saturday night. Sports this Saturday night? Yeah. So the next wow. track, number eight. Uh, I think we're on number eight, right? Right, Trey? Yeah. Number eight, you, Crazy Trey. for Your Love. I'm noticing a theme uh, on the second half of this out of love. The only thing I have written down here are two two simple notes. Simple doo-wop ah. and raw vocals. Man, simple doo-wop and the raw vocals would be a great band name. <laughs> that is I'm simple doo-wop and these are the raw vocals. <laughs> Not here yeah. Yeah, it's definitely cooled down these last two songs. Yeah, it's sure kind of uh you're right. It's kind of Mayor Hawthorne out a little bit. Wade's gonna replace us on the podcast starting oh, yeah. next week. Starting next week. Yeah. Wade and Trey will be the comprehensive beatdown. We should just have Wade on all the time to do like the color commentary and yeah. announcing and stuff, you know? We just say dumb shit in between his beautiful insights and stuff. That's all I do anyway. <laughs> now we have someone else to play off of. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, we have a straight man totally. now for totally. sure. <laughs> this is great. This Bring is awesome. it. Yes. And shout out to Trey over there holding it down. He's two thumbs up right now. Um, you can't really hear that, luckily, but yeah. But uh, see the two thumbs. Yeah, got us sounding pretty awesome. I'm yeah, sure. we never sound this good. We never sound this good. Even with scary heavy metal playing in the background. <laughs> Even with whatever that. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Trey will fix that in post. No question. Dude, and, I don't uh, hear it at all. Yeah. So actually, this never happened. Right. I'm making things up. Making this up. It's all in our heads, man. Right. It must have been the crack you smoked last night. In my dream. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it felt good. <laughs> I don't know. Had, well, now you're going to make me tell the story. So yeah, I got to hear it. I so I had this dream the other night. You didn't record this earlier, did you? When I was talking. All right. So, um, I think it felt good because you called it a dream. Right. So it felt good, right? But right, you were so able to detach yourself from the fact right. that you were bad, actually smoking crack the other night. It would have been more like a nightmare. And I wouldn't be talking perhaps. about it right yeah. now. Like yeah. the crack would be chasing me down yeah. the alley or something. I'm sure it felt good. So in my dream, for some reason, I was working somewhere and um, somebody gave me some crack. And I took it home and I was like, I'm going to smoke the crack. Like, I'm going to smoke, you know, give it a shot, you know? So I get home and. When I walk into my house, it's my same house, but my house has just turned to complete shit already. I haven't smoked the crack yet, but there's like water on the ground, like, you know, walls are falling down. There's like people laid out in the bathtub and stuff. So you've already got the crack in. Right. So I wake up before I smoke the crack in my dream. Allegedly. Allegedly. Truthfully, yeah. And so I try to fall back <laughs> to sleep. And I couldn't fall back asleep enough to get the dream going back again to see what happened, you know, if I smoked the crack or not. Um, but apparently I did because my house already turned into a crack house. <laughs> and yeah, so isn't that weird? Oh, what the fuck does that mean, man? That's uh, uh, well, that's the second time I've told that story in the past 30 minutes. I'm kind of freaked out right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little weird. It gets weirder every time you say it. <laughs> We're going to yeah. be walking out of here, and one of these kids in this heavy metal band big here is going to be like, hey, guys, you want some crack? <laughs> and Gary's going to feel obligated to take the crack. <laughs> right. On the way home. He's going to be like, well, I mean. not what happens. I mean, what else do you do? You either sell the crack or you smoke the crack. Uh, we're talking mean, into you, felonies which now. Are, and exactly. I mean, you've got two different felonies. ways. <laughs> so, of course, you go home, you smoke the crack, uh-huh. and um, tomorrow morning you realize that you love it, and 
sudden you just start selling off everything in the house. Yeah, you got a nice TV we can sell off. Two nice TVs. See? See? That's why Bloggy Vanity is an idea guy. <laughs> That's why I'm the idea, idea guy. guy. So, I mean, how, I guess we'll ask the kid when we, when we leave here that gives us the crack. We're not going to do any such thing. <laughs> we'll ask him how much crack those two TVs can get us, I guess, just to kind of... <laughs> fill them out really i mean because i don't know what the going rate is i know 26.5 is what you get for a key now or that's what some people get for a key i don't know what you do it's in a song (laughs) (laughs) that's the only reason we did but i don't know Uh, 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 speaking of knowing track number nine (laughs) you think i don't know parentheses but i know Close parentheses. <laughs> I love songs with parentheses. That's one of my favorite things in all of music, definitely. Also, this is like great segue out of crack. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for getting us off like away from the crack. Because I was... go on these weird tangents sometimes, yeah. like these weird things sometimes, and it's just yeah. I can't stop myself. Segue again. Yeah, kind of like crack. Crack. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it happened got, last like, week too. I started. Your mind just kind of goes. Was it last it. week or the week before last? I, I basically no, it was week before last when we listened to the Two Chains, a Little Wayne album. Yeah, when I made up a whole life story, I still got to go on that guy's Wikipedia page and change. Oh yeah, you made up Two Chains backstory, or no? No, one of the producers. Yeah. Yeah. This song here is completely written around this one verse here. You think I don't know, but I know. Nice. He's like, look, woman. Look, it's like a simple kind of statement. Yeah, I know where you've been going. You know that I think I don't know. You know. But you know I, know. That I know that you, you know, know that I know what's going on right yeah. here. That and be that the next is song. it. Awesome. That is it. Well, sometimes you gotta, gotta sometimes tell you them, gotta man. let them know that you know that, that I, I know. know that you know. You don't think I know, but I know, <laughs> and and I know that you know that I. Know. That I know that you know that I know. Wade's getting a beer. Can we just say while he's away that he is an excellent Yeah, you've uh, done a, guess. I mean, yeah. a great job. I mean, I mean, just. He's kind of shown us up a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Um, but hey, I mean. You knew what you were getting yourself into. You know? <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, I went and saw Batman versus Superman Sunday. Oh, oh. Um, Blog of an idiot's uh, three sentence three movie sentence review. Three sentence review. All right. Um, and so, let me just say. Let me. Let me just say I'm a, I'm a big Batman fan, uh-huh. never a Superman fan, never cared about the Justice League or any of that other crap. Okay. Um, I just like Batman because he's a real guy with no superpowers, but he just kicked ass. He was rich. Kind of the reason I liked Iron Man when I started reading Marvel comics. It's the same reason I like Jay-Z. Hey. You know. Jay-Z, Iron Man, Lil Batman, Lil Wayne. All the same. Yeah, yeah. Same person. Right, sorry, same person. Anyway. So, that being said, here's my three-sentence review. Three-sentence review. <clears throat> Affleck is a douche. Ooh. Amy Adams in a bathtub. Damn. And what the hell happened? Uh. And let me tell you why I say all that. All right. One, Amy Adams is in the bathtub, and that happens at, like, the very beginning of the movie. You see her titties? Ish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you see everything but nipple, and you kind of see, see it in the water. see American Hustle. That yeah, awesome. yeah. So it's great. Okay, yeah. Um, two, <laughs> Affleck is a titties. douche. But he actually plays a decent Bruce, older Bruce Wayne, Batman kind of guy. I heard he didn't guy. do too bad a job. Uh, the guy that plays Superman, and I can't remember his name right now. I don't know why. Matt Damon. <laughs> no. Is an idiot. Is this Goodwill Hunting 2, Batman versus Superman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wade's, Wade's, in, Wade's got something to say real Wade's quick. Wade's got something. I think it's the next track. You, you think I don't know that this last track should have ended about... 
30 oh, this bars. Is still the same. Ago. <laughs> this is still the same. So track. now we're track number 10 called Changes for the World. It's got a pretty slick little horn intro. Yeah. It's uh, what I would call kind of soul prog rap. Ooh, so I'll just let you whoa. wrap your brains around that for a second. Holy soul cow. prog rap. Soul prog. You just invented a new genre. God, this is amazing. Like a new subgenre within a subgenre. Yeah. I media. like it. Revelation. Whoa. Hey. I hear it. Yeah, see, he's right. He is right. That's that's. Coin that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, trademark that froggy influence. Yeah, yeah, I like oh, it. it. It, yeah, and That's you'll really, you'll yeah. hear it all throughout this. I mean, That's they're awesome. all all these kinds of really kind of abrupt yeah. kind of changes and yeah. See, and that's what's great. That's why I need to get back to always listening to the album beforehand, you know, because I don't get to hear, I don't get to say and hear that kind of stuff, you know, when you don't listen to the album, because I would have never picked up on that as yeah. we're sitting here talking shit. So, thank you so much for listening to the album ahead of time. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely. But I like but, it. I mean, so it's a little change up from the past couple songs. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. It's, yeah. This is a this is a good change. Mm-hmm. This is a change for the better. Change of the world. Notice Changes for the world. Changes for the world. So more than one change for the world. Mm-hmm. I ain't afraid to love you. He ain't afraid to love you. See, I come with open arms. See, he comes with open arms. Stop hiding behind religion. Stop hiding behind religion. Hate is poison in the blood. Hate is poison in the blood. I'm stopping now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I could be Charles Bradley's hype man. That's exactly what he needs, is the hype man. You is the hype man. All right, so I'm going to send an email to Daptone Records and see what kind of gig I can score as Charles Bradley's hype man. Now, I'm going to do it on a contingency. We'll do one show and just see how it turns out. Okay, because you're going to definitely call all the shots in this relationship, for sure. Well, it's my idea. Okay, so you're gonna tell Charles Bradley what's what. <laughs> yeah, well, That's what you're for this one show now. Oh, I mean, for the one, but, for you the get, one but you get this one show. But but if I do well at this one show, then this uh-huh. shit's about to change. I mean, we're we're changing everything. Changes, Charles. Changes. Change. Hype man. Hype changes. Man. Yeah. Bonilla, see. AKA Charles Bradley's hype man. That's our best idea since the cruise, I think. Oh yeah, the cruise. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> Uh, I don't really see Wait, a whole I lot like of planning that, going on. I like on. that song a lot. I, I actually, I like this. I like this track. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really haven't seen a lot of plans. I would figure I'd see blueprints and stuff by now for the cruise. I really haven't seen anything. Oh, I know. Um, um, I'm a little disheartened in that. Uh, I put a lot of chips, a lot, a lot of eggs in that basket. I keep calling uh, my travel agent, but they went out of business in 1997. So there, Are um, there still even travel agents, or does everybody use Expedia? The last one went out of business in 1997, yeah. but I still call them hoping they'll pick up yeah. one day. I mean, so that's why we haven't I'm assuming the now they're an insurance company. Um, I think they're a subway. Or a, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Every, everything okay, is the a subway. Next track, Speaking track subway. number 11, Slow Love. Mm, uh, here we are again with This the is the last track on the album. Okay. It's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Slow Love. <laughs> and it just kind of never ends. It just goes and goes and goes. <laughs> Which is interesting because we're about to listen to some Humphreys McGee music here. Which goes Goes and goes and goes, goes, but it's in a different trajectory. Um, 
Yeah, I think you're right whiny, about you the. Know? I think you were right about the uh, first half of the album being stronger. I did dig that last song a lot. Yes, a that lot. was really yeah. cool, and that was a. Um, you noticed that that was different from everything else, and it definitely was, like, with that proggy feel instead of just straight up kind of yeah. what they've been playing, you know. But, yeah, the first three or four songs, three, four or five songs are awesome, and then yeah. it slows down. And then it kind of kind of has a little dip there, but it comes, you know, yeah. and it came back, poked its head out the water, and then right back down. Right. Um, this is a... It's a little slow for me. For an ender... Yeah. 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 Oh, well. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, I, I just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly what it sounds like. I think this hey, would have worked better, like, right in the middle of the album. Yeah, well, I mean, when he slow, obviously oh, slowed yeah, it changes. down. Maybe changes. Changes to slow love. Maybe he just didn't want to put all the songs. Maybe good funky song. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't want to put all the songs with love right in a row, which. They should have probably been. Or he could have named the title. something else. Or he yeah. could have come up with another title. Um, yeah, because this, this makes me, you know, kind of going to go lay down on the couch. Dude, I'm already Just asleep at out. this point. Yeah, I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Hoping somebody makes me a sandwich or something. That was halfway, by the way. We're at halfway? Yeah, yeah. Trey says we're at halfway of the song, so I already feel like we've been listening to it for hours now. That says a lot for those Umphreys tracks coming later on, right? It does, yeah. Like, each one is like 15, 35. <laughs> like, when does this song Oh, and it's, end? it's one song, by the yeah. way. Yeah, when does this song end? This is just the intro to the song. Right. The song hasn't even started yet. So you sent me what four separate tracks? Is that That's right? That's right. Yep. How long is that all together? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's not too long. I don't, it's like twelve uh, minutes. Yeah, it's it's something. not too bad. Yeah. It's not too bad. Trey can maybe tell us before well, we dig into that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, final impressions of the album before we uh, talk some more shit here in a minute. Um, I think Wade was right all along. Um, I think that there's a couple strong points on the second half of the album, but in general, the first half is stronger. And this is a cool song right here. I just don't like it to end the album. Um, I think we could rework the track listing and make the album a little bit um, yep. better listening experience. But all that being said, the band is tight. The grooves are awesome. Uh, Charles Bradley sings his ass off. It's it's good. It's another good dad tune release yeah. um, in general. Not in their top five or ten all time probably, but it's uh, no. But it's you good. can't keep. Nah, me can't keep. Just and putting out I think we under. Right I think we saw that they're trying to figure out what to do with this guy too. You know, on the label, like you said. Yeah, so, I think you got. There's a little. Out. There's a little bit of that feeling to this. Like we're not exactly sure. Yeah. You know, so. So yeah, there you go. Um, is that the song ending? Yep. Yeah. All right, Trey, you can go right into the uh, the other tracks there if you don't mind. Thank you. Okay, so we've played Humphrey's songs before. Yeah. Um, we played an intro song one time that Wade sent us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, and we've played I played a fish song one time I think so this isn't completely unprecedented. But we figured since we had Wade on, um, he's uh, one of the things. There's this band named Umphreys McGee, and they're a jammy hippie band out of uh, Chicago. Um, progressive rock. They're progressive rock, yeah. And so they get lumped in with the jam band thing because totally. of what they do. But they do improvise their ass off. So I'm not the biggest fan of them. They 
typically get too heavy for me in a lot of places, but me and Wade talk about them all the time because Wade will keep me informed on like, you know, he'll send me like cool tracks that they played at yeah. recent shows and stuff like that. Gotcha. The same way I'm always yapping his ear off about fish set lists and stuff. So um, this is, you know, uh, he sends me the stuff and I try to listen to it, but we thought since we had him on, we could totally do this and let, let Wade nerd out a little bit with us. For yeah, thanks. The yeah, thanks. Yeah, so the, <laughs> this, this uh, track is essentially... Uh, one of the kind of tried and true Umphreys kind of classic tracks. It was a, a song track I called recognize. In the Kitchen. Yeah, it's a song I'd recommend. And uh, this is uh, off of one of their releases, uh, a live release uh, called Live at the Murat Theater uh, uh, in Indianapolis, in Indiana, Indiana yeah. April 2007, essentially. Nice. Um, so this is, uh, this is a while back. This is actually right about the time that I really got plugged into them. Okay. And and got kind of ump curious, you know, and really is... just kind of jumped in, you know, like yeah. head over heels. So, you know, th this this is actually probably one of my favorite songs mm -hmm. of theirs. This is, I mean, this is like they one of the early ones. And yeah, and they definitely do here. We're we're gonna stretch this song out into four different tracks. Uh -huh. Um. And just kind of, kind of hear, uh, kind of what they do best. Yeah. I think, kind of take anything, kind of pull it apart, play with it a little bit, and put it back together in several different ways, yeah. and just have a lot of fun, you know. I went to see them play several times between like '03 and '05 or '06, and I would love like stuff like this but there'll be points in those shows where it would be like so like they'll play with these heavy like they'll play like these metal riffs yeah. and get jamming yeah. on them sometimes shit would they, get like straight evil in there these like guys love to play around with lots of different genres and they they love to just kind of take their own songs and pick them apart and yeah. just do weird kind of shit experiment really like on the spot they're the constant so jam band. They uh, definitely several of the band members. They're one of their big influences is a lot of heavy metal stuff. Totally. So you get some of that on certain tracks. Uh, you know, I, th I think it's what I like about it is that it's it's very diverse. You yeah. know, and you never know which direction they're gonna head and what they're gonna do. And, uh, I mean, in terms of, like, you know, going back to what I was saying right at the beginning, you know, like, band energy, mm -hmm. you know, these guys are, like, these guys are right at the top in terms of, like, putting it out there in, in front of a live audience yeah. and, like, feeding off of, like, the energy from the fans yeah. and, and, like, taking that and, like, putting it right back into the music and what just... I do love about Umphreys the thing I love about the jammy bands that I like is you never like you said you never know what's coming next usually that's per song or per jam you're not you know Umphreys you're not it's like every minute like you don't it's not oh, like yeah. per song yeah. or per jam it's like any minute they can just take a wild spinning out left turn they love like, doing that they oh, love yeah. like pulling their songs apart and putting them together in different ways and yeah. and like making these really steep transitions yeah. you know and I and sometimes some you know sometimes they don't work out you know yeah. but you know the the kind of sort of the the ability to have the confidence mm -hmm. in your musicianship yeah. and know Definitely. that you know this is all going to work out you know somehow well, what do you think you about know? all this bloggy <clears throat> <clears throat> well, 
since you asked. So, so, so before you go into that, let me, let me kind of set the stage a, a little bit. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, the song In the, in the Kitchen, uh, the first track uh, was called In the Kitchen Acoustic Structure. Okay. Uh-huh. And so I think we're now into track two of this set, which is straight up acoustic improvisation. Okay. So, there's so, so they're taking keys and chords and 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 things from the previous track and they've kind of pulled them apart and now they're just going to kind of fuck around a little bit right. you know in classic jammy band style all right all right Bloggy, what do you think so my opinion uh-huh. or what i think which is my opinion uh i have no idea what the hell you guys are talking <laughs> about. and let me clarify that seriously I have no idea what you guys are talking about. And I say that because... I think you do. My parents hated me as a child. And I never got turned on to like... Well, no, that's not true. Anyway, no, seriously, I never really... I I grew up like a straight up like head, hip-hop head. Yeah. I really didn't get into any other music... Other than, of course, when I was younger, you know, being in like the rock stuff and stuff in the 80s mm-hmm. when hair metal and all that stuff was awesome. Um, but I never really, I went straight hip hop and then from hip hop went where kind of everybody that listens to Public Enemy and, <coughs> and, and Tribe and all that stuff goes. I went straight jazz old school. and soul and, and, right and um, then went into the blues and, and kind of when I got into the blues and stuff, that's where me and my mother kind of touched. My mom loves, uh, she goes to a lot of rock shows. You know, a lot of rock shows. She's a huge, like, Los Lobos and Elvis Costello mm-hmm. fan and, and still goes and sees Los Lobos oh, yeah. every time they go to Colorado. Yeah, they rule. And um, so I, I just I never got into, like, the prog rock stuff, other than, like, you know, the Steely Dans and, and the stuff like that that was kind of early, oh. like, kind of earlier, you know? Like, oh. oh, yeah. Um, and, and, and some other stuff. I mean, I've had people, I guess there's a there's a German, uh, German band called Can. Um, They're awesome. I, I've, I've had some people. I've had some. Thing. I've had some people like you know turn me on to stuff, but but I just never dove into it because knowing myself, I mean, I'd probably dive in and I'd be there for years. I had the, pretty know. much the same trajectory you did. I just had friends in college that liked to go to these shows. Yeah, see, and I then, never went to college. But, right, and that's so, it. I mean, I can trace it right back to college. Yeah, like, all through high school, I was like, yep. I'm not gonna go to a panic show with you. That's stupid. I listen to fucking boot camp clips. And I, I but then in college, I started going with friends. And next thing you look up, and I could imagine like, if I would have went to college still in Colorado, I'd be. It would have had completely yeah, different. You had friends that dug it. Yeah, probably gone to some shows or something. But um. But I always listen to it, or if I catch, if I ever went to a show or something out there with my mom, or, or even to like a festival or something, and caught I'd really get kind of entranced by it. But I was just never, I was never so inclined to like dig into it and find out right. more about the bands or anything. Let I me just say kinda, also, when I started enjoying this, some of this music, um, I listened to it like I listened to jazz. That would be your jumping off yeah. point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know how to, oh, of course completely. you know how to listen to yeah. jazz. Completely. So, if you know how to listen to jazz, that helped me get into the bands. That, that I, at first, I was like totally. against it. I was going, but yeah. like, this is stupid. And I was like, wait, this is actually kind of cool because it sounds yeah. kind of yeah. like jazz, you know? You know, Humphreys you know, is, is pretty vocal about, like, um, like if you, you talk to them, like, one-on-one, on one, they, like, resist sort of, like, labels and genres. Right. And, you know, to them, it's... 
it's all sort of like all up for grabs. Very you know? postmodern, if you yeah, will. Very, yeah, very, very. And, and, you know, when, when I you know kind of sort of embrace that, no, I mean, no shit, dude. <laughs> oh, no, no. That, I, I, that is like... <laughs> I totally agree. I, I mean, totally that that is jazz. Yeah, yeah. You know, it that's is, like totally. sort of the natural progression of like early jazz principles, mm-hmm. you know? Like fucking... Dude, I swear to God, dude, if Miles Davis were alive today, he would be, like, all over some of the fucking, like, crazy guitar shit and yeah. stuff that they're doing. Because it's, yeah, I mean, he... it's, like, yeah. out there, you yeah. know? And it's not, it's so atypical and these, so just like, bands, oh, Miles what Davis, the uh, Huge debt of gratitude. You know, yeah, for no the, what doubt. he did with electric, psychedelic, um, guitar, jazz, you know, that's so influential on this yeah. genre for sure. No, I totally agree though. But yeah, he played with the dead. I yeah, I mean, shows, he, he you know? was he, he wasn't happy about it. But he no, did. I mean, he, yeah, he he um, the biography he didn't yeah. dig it. So this is track number three. Oh, yeah. um, we we have we have transitioned from acoustic improvisation to electric improvisation. We have an instrument change. So yeah, they're they're getting all plugged in. You're yeah. about to hear a lot of funky pedal shit and just like you know, does it get scary? All kinds of. It'll get a little heavy, Garrett. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we're here. Though. I don't like those I can, emotions. I could, <laughs> I could imagine Garrett at a show, the show when it got heavy, and he just kind of like started shrinking down into himself, like. And, and I started getting mean. Yeah, it's like, I'll like, kill everyone in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck all of you up right now. <laughs> He goes outside to smoke a cigarette, and he's just—you can see it all bottled up inside of him. He's just so ang- angry, and the angst is just right they'll there. They'll play on some sunshiny sun shit next time I go in there. Yeah, know. and then it then it kind of—you're kind of able yeah. to breathe. But one of my other fa- one of my favorite bands to see is Ween, and they scare the shit out of me at like half their shows anyway. Yeah, you know? I know yeah. who Ween is. Nice. I mean, I could tell you their music, but I know who they are. I think you would—I mean, their albums are so fun standpoint you know like we were talking about earlier but yeah you know we it's mean they're reunited i mean you know these guys are pretty normal as like people go you know they just have like yeah very diverse like musical backgrounds and they like all like had this sort of willingness to experiment yeah. you know and to to sort of take a leap too. of faith and work on the sort of improvisation and kind of, yeah. you know, it's kind of. Did you hear the show path. where uh, Umphrey's was the backing band for either Dean or Gene Ween? I think it was Gene Ween, and Umphrey's played the whole set as his backing band. Did you hear that show? No. I think that was a no. festival last summer or something. Huh. I'll try to find it. They've done it that you. before. They did that with Huey Lewis, actually. Oh, I they, love Huey Lewis. Yeah, one of the summer part. camp. I do like Huey Lewis. One of their man. summer camp sets, they actually played as Huey Lewis's backup band. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the, the Yeah, the I didn't band. hear So they were it? the news? They were the news. Yeah, in a sense. In yeah. a sense. The news, in comma, in a sense. <laughs> now, I didn't hear that one. Not really. Yeah, they did. I think it was Gene Ween they did this time. I got to find that Huey show. I fucking love Huey Lewis. And not ironic at all. I've or got anything. it. Yeah, I'll give no. it to you. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. And Anybody I'll, uh, that ironically them. loves Huey Lewis is a jerk. I know. You just got to love it. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, naming cities at the end of songs and yeah, stuff. I, didn't we say that last yeah, week? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we always say the same stupid shit we said from the week before. 
50th anniversary or 50th, 50th anniversary. Yeah, that's right. anniversary. 50. Uh, if I had an air horn right now, I'd be like setting it off. You have you an know? air horn sample on the computer. We'll, we'll set put up. it in later. We'll put it in, in post. post. Air in horns post. in post. Just imagine three, two, one. Wait. Air horns in post. <laughs> that sounds no, like a I band that would open up for Animal Collective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Are you scared yet, Garrett? It got a little creepy there for a minute, but I t if you notice when it got a little heavy, I talked through it. Yeah, I just kept you talking. Got yourself so I like that. Yeah, totally not within my own way. <laughs> Is that how you deal with uh, Rufus at home when it's lightning and stuff outside? That's how I deal with about yeah. 98% of my life. For sure. <laughs> talk yourself <laughs> through it. My way through it. That's why I'm a fucking college professor, man. Like, just talk your way through it, man. They gotta listen to you. They pay to listen to you talk. You know, one of the, one of the other influences, uh, a big influence, is like Pink Floyd with these uh, guys. Yeah. You, you hear a lot no, of that I, David Gilmore in some of this. The Floyd. The Floyd. Yeah, don't you? Is there a beer I can have somewhere by any yeah, chance? Yeah, I got tall boys over there. Thanks, man. There's 11 teen cans by your feet, Garrett. That's four. Oh. That's four. That's four for the layman. I brought four from home. All right, I'm going to go grab a beer. See, normally if you're at home, this wouldn't be a problem. I think Trey's going to uh, give me a beer. Garrett keeps, uh, keeps a stockpile of beer. Trey, thank you so much. Thank you, Trey, for everything, not just the beer for Garrett. Thank you for everything in the whole wide world. So I did want to talk about um, us becoming a podcast. Uh-huh. Um, since it's the 50th. Are we about to transition to something? Nope. Okay, yep. good. All right. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um this all came about this all came about because of a tweet and i can't remember was it carrie who what somebody tweeted something saying that ui and dog should start a podcast because we we're yeah. talking about music or something because dog was originally supposed yeah because dog be was supposed to be on it and i don't know he just dog is hard to nail down that would have never worked yeah because it was hard enough to it keep ourselves. It would have been ourselves. awesome. Yeah, it would have yeah. been hard to keep ourselves even. It, it's been hard to keep ourselves dedicated. If we didn't live in the same house, we'd be doing episode eight right now. <laughs> literally. Like, we'd literally do one every month. Yeah. And that, or and one that every, like, month and a half, and that would be that it. That would be it. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, once you move out, that's it. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we've got enough time invested in so, right. so this is, like... A little over a year, right? I mean, because yeah, fifty episodes, you guys have taken a few weeks off here and there. Yeah, not, I mean, not is, not many, but we started at the end of January. Yeah, I mean, so, this, I mean is this is like over a year. Fifty episodes in fifty-six weeks, kind of. I think. Oh yeah, I think yeah. we. Yeah, we've only missed like half a dozen weeks. At the yeah, most. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we took Christmas break. Uh, our next podcast will be in August. <laughs> this is our last one for a while. We're going on fish hiatus. We're, we're going on a <laughs> we're going on vacation. Um, no, but I, I just I, I you know I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, we we're like, yeah, that would yeah. be a good idea. And normally that's where ideas stop with me. Uh -huh. Normally I'm like, that would be a good idea, and that's it. Yeah. But with this, we we were like, you know what? Let's order a mic. And then we had money invested into it because we had a microphone. Yeah. And so then maybe we felt a little like, okay, well, we got to do this. Let's give it a shot. We did it once, and it was it was fun. We did it at the kitchen table, right? Uh-huh. Trey recorded it for Trey us. Trey recorded it, and uh, it was fun. We had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of ups and downs since then. SoundCloud took all of our podcasts down. I think I'm going to get them up one day on the new website just yeah. to get them up there. Um, I'm missing the first 10. I've got them all. You do? I've even got the, the secret episode. Good. Um, I have that one. I lost um, when my one of my hard drives died. I had forgot to back up like the first ten. That's good. Yeah. I have all. I have 
I think 11 through all the way up to recent on Dropbox. Okay. Um, yeah. So anyway. So. Yeah. I feel we're, a transition coming on. This shit's groovy, man. Yeah. Like, yeah they're yeah, gonna yeah. keep. Yeah. Oh. Nice. But it's not. Yeah. It, yeah I mean, I yeah. like it. Uh, um, but I'm always ambient with it. I think. I think we're transitioning from the electric improvisation back to in the kitchen electric structure yeah. so cool we're we're revisiting some of the earlier yeah. themes and uh but classic, it, classic movies. in a in a kind of electrified way my favorite so, moments of jam i'm sorry to interrupt my favorite moments of jam band shows are when i forget what song they're playing and then they go back into the song and it might be like during the jam or it might be like three songs later and then you're like Oh god damn it, I totally forgot they were playing that. That's something fun about that to me for some reason, <laughs> yep. you know. Twenty minutes into like something and you're like, What the fuck were they playing? I have no idea. That actually goes into what I was about to ask. And um here's what I was gonna ask. At a show, do you ever catch yourself just like gone with like what's going on? Just oh, yeah. like and and you like look up and it's been like Okay. 15, this is the official 20 transition. Minutes. Official transition back into that gap the there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does that? I mean, I'm sure it's gotta happen. But so I know it happens. No. Probably happens for no. like a person. No. Like, you you can't totally zone out if you're at a show, dude. You have to like stand and shit. I mean, I don't you can't do it, dude. See, I have a different take. But on no, stuff. but I, uh, not no? not for me. Not for me. Okay, because I would I would think that there's at some point where the whole audience is zoned out. And you're just like at one with the band, and I don't oh, mean that oh, to be oh, like, well, yeah. you know, I'm not, I mean, oh, you know, yeah, I mean yeah. that's like serious, like that's something serious like, totally. that I would assume totally. happens at a show where you're just kind of like you get so caught up in the like the the sound and the yeah, groove yeah. and everything, and it's just like everybody's hitting on the same level, and you could probably walk around, everybody's got or look around, everybody's got the same look on their face, right. even where it's just you're so honed into what's going on. Um. I'll give you an example. All right. Green Cheese incident, 2004 in Atlanta. I think it was 1020 or 1021, 2004, something. Speaking like that. of string cheese, this album happens to be uh, produced on Psy Fidelity Records. Yeah, they put out several things yeah. on their label, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Plug there. Um, yeah, Psy Fidelity. That's string cheese. This is a record label. Lands in second set. It's about a 25-minute lands in, and to this day. One of my brothers, which will remain nameless at this point, sorry. One of my brothers will remain nameless at this point. We will still swear up and down that at the end of that song, when they came back into it and everything like flooded back into place at the end, that we um, were arm in arm and floated four feet to the ground. I believe that. And we, totally. we will argue that to this day. I like it. I yeah. like it. But it was the that song was just like it was like one of those where you're like oh yeah. fuck what are they doing where what are they playing and then dude like, I tell you what the I the the song on uh, Fish's Yunta David Bowie David Bowie yes UB40 yeah that song is a roller coaster yeah like it embodies like the feeling of being on a roller coaster yeah. Next week we will listen totally. to nothing but jam bands. And- See, totally. I like it. I, we I, need to bring that in as an intro track. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. I like it. But uh, so thanks again for the Umphreys tracks. Yeah, dude. Are we back on the intro song again? Nice. So we got to finish it out. <laughs> um, so thanks again uh, to our guests Trey and Wade. Everybody, give them a hand. Yay! Yay. 
Um, That's enough. Been with us, both of them been with us since the beginning in different capacities, um, but have always been there to help us out, and we have no idea what's going out there in the world. There might be, you know, there's some people listening to us, maybe there's a bazillion, hopefully. We appreciate everybody. We just want to get that money. Remember, we're still, it's 50 episodes in, we are still trying to get fucking money. We're trying to get sponsors. So, money. Um, I'd like a sneaker sponsor at some point. I'd like point. a sneaker deal. Uh, that would be sure. good. And money. Um, and money. Like actual cash That's in my hand. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. Put the cash in my hand. Hey there, little man. Put that shit in my hand. Um, <laughs> all right. So, again, thank you. Uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you guys next uh, week. Dope Media Network, tbdlock.com, Check iTunes. us out on iTunes. Check out my uh, Spotify playlist. I keep it up to date with every new album. Happy 50th episode, y'all. And thank, thank you so you. much, Appreciate Wade. It. You guys rule. Um, Wade might be taking one of our jobs next week because he did such a fantastic <laughs> job today. Um, yeah, so until next time, I am Silent G. I'm Bloggy Bonilla. He's Wade, and he is Trey, and we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.